Amen. Over the past year, I have fielded quite a few phone calls, text messages, and emails asking, wondering, and sometimes even pleading for in-person church to restart. I've felt each one of those encounters. I've carried each of them with me every day since the pandemic began. Because I know these requests aren't being made out of selfishness or out of the thought that this, violent, this virus isn't a real threat. To each person, to, to a person, each one who reached out, and I'm sure all of you who didn't, wanted to be back in church because, like the Greeks in our gospel lesson this morning, you want to see Jesus. We want to see Jesus. We want to see Jesus in the face of our friends. We want to see Jesus in the beauty of our sacred space. We want to see Jesus in the Eucharist. Part of what has made this year so difficult for all of us has been how disconnected we've felt. Not just from one another, but at times even from Christ Jesus. Our gospel lesson this morning is Jesus' last public teaching before his death. It's the Passover feast and pilgrims from all over have come to Jerusalem. Faithful Jews from across the diaspora have come to offer sacrifices, say prayers, and give thanks for God's salvation from slavery in Egypt. Jewish converts came as well, eager to say their prayers and engage in the rituals of their newfound faith. Of course, there were tourists in town as well, interested onlookers who wondered what this was all about. Jesus. Greeks were converts or tourists, but nevertheless, they wanted to see Jesus. They'd no doubt heard about him, whether it's because he raised Lazarus from the dead the week before or some other miracle, it seems news of this faith-healing rabbi had spread far and wide. As Jesus is wont to do, he doesn't seem to directly give anybody what they want. Instead of heading over to take a selfie with the Greeks who came to see him, Jesus took the opportunity to teach his disciples, the Greeks, and anyone who would listen that his death was imminent and that his death would be the first seed of many that would produce the fruit of the kingdom of God. Jesus took the chance to remind those who would seek to follow him that discipleship means a life of sacrificial love. As Deacon Kelly told us last week in John's gospel, Jesus being lifted up wasn't high on a glorious throne, but upon a cross where his death would be the beginning of eternal life for the whole world. If we are to follow Jesus, we must learn to see him in his fullness, in his ministry of teaching and healing, in his being lifted up on the cross, in his rising again at the resurrection, and in his ascending into heaven. In this final public discourse and in the private farewell discourse that was just for his disciples, Jesus sought to prepare all who would follow him for what life will look like when he is gone. 
when one day it would be impossible to see Jesus face to face. Not being able to come to church has us all longing to see Jesus. But the other side of that coin, I think, are the many ways we've seen the face of Christ in the world around us. In our baptismal covenant, we affirm that with God's help, we will seek and serve Christ in all persons, loving our neighbors as ourselves. And so over the last year, we've seen Jesus in the many sacrifices we've made to keep our neighbors safe. I see Christ in every pair of smiling eyes peeking over a masked face at the grocery store. I see Jesus in the phone calls, text messages, and emails of encouragement and support. I've seen Jesus in teachers caring for their students, students navigating NTI snow days, and on every one of the hundreds of Zoom meetings I've attended this year. In teaching those Greeks that discipleship means sacrifice, Jesus affirms for all of us that what we've done over the last year is important. In every sacrifice we've made in the name of the greater good, we've placed another beautifully dyed thread into the gorgeous tapestry that God is weaving into the kingdom of heaven here on earth. As we think about how we will begin to return to some of our familiar practices of the past, we would do well to remember the call to sacrificial love. Holy Week and Easter aren't going to be anywhere near normal. Even as we come back into the nave for Sunday worship, you might not be able to sit in your pew. The space will look, feel, and sound different. The season of sacrifice isn't over just because we've announced a return to ch church in the pews beginning on April 11th. Instead, as I think we're all experiencing, each time I do something that I used to do pre-pandemic, I'm keenly aware of how different it is. Going to a restaurant, waiting for the table in your car, seeing the place half empty and your server wearing a mask is different. Getting my temperature taken at the door of the doctor's office and trying to fill out paperwork through fogged up glasses is different. Spending five minutes every morning helping Lainey find her mask before school is different. For me, the starkness of the year-long sacrifice is more apparent in the way things are different now, even than the things we still aren't doing. As excited as I am to see folks back in these pews, I know that it'll hurt not to give hugs and handshakes. It'll hurt to see you behind masks and to not share a blueberry donut after the 10 o'clock service. These things will come in time, I'm sure. But it'll be helpful to remember that Jesus is present in every physically distanced wave, every masked smile, and yes, even in every donut not eaten. We want to see Jesus. But the truth of the matter is that even in our disconnection, Jesus has remained present among us. They've been to see God's hand at work in the world about us. With God's help, we can fix our hearts on the true joy 
in a world of swift and varied changes. With God's help, the sacrifices we have made and will continue to make over the coming months will be an opportunity to shine the light of Christ into the world so that others might see the face of Jesus. To see Christ, we must follow Jesus in a life of sacrificial love. To see Christ, we must serve Christ in everyone we meet. To see Christ, we must love our neighbors as ourselves. We wish to see Jesus, O oh God. Open our eyes that we might see. Amen.